When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good afternoon. Welcome to Inside Indiana Sports Now with Ken Sterling. Let's talk about the Colts injury report just released by the team. Not great news. This list of players sat out of practice today, held out Darius Leonard with his ankle, Quentin Nelson, foot and back, Quiddy Pay with a hamstring, Xavier Rhodes with a calf, Braden Smith with a foot, Kari Willis has an illness. Limited today, again, Eric Fisher, Michael Strawn was limited, Kamoko Ture limited as well, Al-Kadeen Muhammad, Al-Kadeen Muhammad, Fugo, a baby, all right, one guy getting out on the field, doing his practicing, we'll see what the report looks like tomorrow, that's when they really make good decisions. Like I said, this is Inside Indiana Sports Now, I'm Ken Sterling, we're brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill is unbelievable at what he does, he is the best, he's been my dentist the last 28 years, make him yours today, give him a call, 317-849-2933, the Colts are three and a half point dogs against the Rams, and I don't know how many of these guys are going to play, what are there, six guys, six starters, you may not have a starting tackle, a starting offensive tackle if Smith and Fisher don't play. That's not good. Teray and Pay, kind of the guys you thought were going to be the edge rushers this year, they may not play. Darius Leonard, an all-pro. Quentin Nelson, an all-pro. Neither of those guys have practiced this week, and you're going up against a team that looked great against the Chicago Bears, smiting them by 20 points. And the Colts are only three-and-a-half-point dogs. Need I say more? Speaking of three-and-a-half-point dogs, the Hoosiers are three-and-a-half-point dogs this coming Saturday. It's going to be a nooner. Getting down to Bloomington is going to be a mess, as always. But it's as always, it's worth the trip. Whether you got to go down State Road 37, which you can't. There's a detour. Whether you take 67 down to Martinsville through town, where they're going to have cops setting the, uh, setting the lights so it'll enhance traffic flow. 
whether you take 135 down to 46, 65 down to 46, however you go, Bloomington is God's country, baby. So what if the Ruelw or uh, Steel Memorial Highway isn't passable at this point, as it hasn't been passable forever because of the I-69 expa- expansion? So that people can get from Indianapolis to Evansville unencumbered by stoplights. That's fantastic. Let's go to Evansville. Let's go to the Pocket City. Let's visit. That's what's been wrong with Evansville. People, try, It hasn't been indifference toward visiting the city. It's been, you know what? We don't like stoplights. So let's, let's make it an interstate so people can get down there and avail themselves of the wonders of that miraculous town of Evansville. What are we doing? Look, I get it. You want, from Michigan, you want an uninterrupted interstate flow to Mexico or some damn thing, or down to Texas, and from Texas. So they're saving the people who drive the trucks like 20 minutes that they would would waste taking 64 to 65. What are we doing? Are you kidding me? So for more than a decade, we can't get to Bloomington without running into construction and being harassed? Good Lord. What is going on? What's going on with college basketball? This is just hilarious in college athletics. The Knight Commission. God bless these pointy-headed bastards, right? What are they doing? They have released another report on how to fix college athletics. It seems, according to the Knight Commission, that college athletics and athletic departments participating, especially among the Power Five universities, they're making too much money. And so that's got to be stopped. You've got to stop making so much money. But here's the thing. The problem, really, according to the Knight Commission, is that the athletic departments are spending too much money on facilities and coaches' salaries. So it's really not a matter matter of them making too much money. It's a matter of them spending too much money on stuff that makes the Knight Commission nervous. So they released a nine-page report with a bunch of ideas, all poorly communicated, in wonk ease, so we don't know what the hell it really says, where they want things done differently. Of course, none of these things is going to happen. Has the Knight Commission ever done anything that made college sports better? I understand that you want to put together a commission and have them think about stuff and make recommendations based upon their meetings and based upon writing stuff down on a dry erase board in what ways might we make college Athletics better for the universities. Talking about limiting coaches' salaries, taxing schools that pay coaches too much. It's just preposterous. How about this? Give the media back some of its money. How about that? How about lower ticket prices for fans? Use some of that wealth that's been gained through these preposterously lucrative media deals to lower the nut for people who are coming in and paying to go to games. How about that? That'd be a good idea. Anyway, the Knight Commission, I just saved you a bunch of time. You don't need to go look at it. It's just ridiculous. It's poorly worded. It's poorly thought out. It's poorly structured. There's nothing good about it. Just like there's nothing good about the Knight Commission, period. Because it's all well-minded people who understand that their job as part of this commission is to do nothing. Get nothing done. I've been, I've been on these kinds of commissions where my job in the commission 
was to put a stop to everything or advance some kind of ideology that was so preposterous that nobody would take it seriously. I've been that person. The Knight Commission is filled with these people. And it's a real shame because there are problems and serious people have to sit down to solve them. Let's go. Yes, Brandon, you should be nervous about Sunday because the Colts, as bad as they were against the Seahawks, they were bad with a lot of their good players playing, and those guys may not be able to go this Sunday. Now, on the plus side, Frank Reich's never lost a game two. That makes you feel good. Wonderful. Politics can't solve problems with common sense. It never does. Because you've got people who, what do they want? They want to preserve what's theirs. You, you read all about the Larry Nassar deal, right? And the congressional hearings with the gymnasts talking about how the FBI and law enforcement at every, at every stop, how, they, how that, that failed them, right? Everybody's trying to preserve their jobs. That's what they do. Survival is what motivates best. And what a shame that is, not doing the right thing. When was the last time, if you're a big brain, if you're a guy in these commissions, if you're a guy with power, when was the last time, seriously, you did something because it was just good for people? It doesn't happen ever. Not ever. Uh, Fireman Jeff, none of us are as dumb as all of us. <laughs> That's beautiful. Nothing has ever been more true than that, right? You put a bunch of people in a room, you've got no chance to solve a problem. Zero. The, the ratio of smart ideas to people in a room is completely op is opposed, right? The smaller the group, the better the chance you got to solve problems. The larger the group, you've got no chance whatsoever. You've got five, 438 people in Washington, D.C., trying to solve our problems as a nation, and then across the hall, you got another hundred. You got no chance whatsoever to get solutions out of Congress or the Senate that are going to be actionable or, or are going to work for any of us. That's just the way it is. Sorry. That's, we, the best thing about those two bodies is that they can't agree on nothing, so nothing gets done. We don't need them to start doing stuff. So... Um, what are you going to do? How about the cost of a family of four to attend a Cubs game? Second highest in all of Major League Baseball, $364.38 to go watch that group of ragamuffins play baseball at a AAA level. That's fantastic. Wonderful. The White Sox, they're number 13 at two fifty three twenty five. The Tampa Bay Rays, who do nothing but win. For a family of four to attend a game, one of the best teams in baseball, no, there's a family of four uh, costing $364 for Cubs baseball. It includes concessions, stuff like that. It's the, like the fan cost index. It's released every year. The Rays, number 28, family of four can go to a Rays game for $179.86, less than half the cost of going to see the AAA Cubs up at Wrigley Field. Good Lord. Thankfully, thank you to Cubs fans. This year, attendance has averaged 24,420, down from 2019, where they averaged 38,208. That is $1.27 million a game going bye-bye for the Cubs. At 81 home games, that's $103 million 
being siphoned off the top because the Cubs have shown nothing but disrespect and greed with their fans. I'd have kept. Yeah, Ricketts has mouths to feed. He does. His thin-lipped mouth, chief among them, and his thin or his, his thick-ass wallet. I would have kept my season tickets if, if they hadn't jacked prices up every single year, just to the point where you're like, I can't do it again. And so I didn't do it again. And that's the way it is. Who wants the USC football job? Why would anybody want this? They keep advancing names like Urban Meyer. Why would Urban Meyer go to a school that over the last nine years has fired its head coach at some point during the season? Like nobody does this. You never see anybody do this. Like unless there's a reason, like there was with Indiana and Kevin Wilson. All right, there was a reason, and that really was at the end of the season. I think Tom Allen had the bucket game and then the bowl game, right? You don't do that. I, I saw there was a video from the Cubs congratulating the Cubs for saving. Yes, they did. They made a video about saving Wrigley Field as though it was some act of wonderful uh, generosity. As though their hearts, my God, we've got to save the old gray, gray lady. Are you out of your mind? Nobody would go to, go to see Cubs games if it wasn't for Wrigley Field. Wrigley Field is the attraction. Harry Carey, still, 23 years after his death, singing uh, the seventh inning stretch, Take Me Out to the Ball Game, on the Jumbotron or whatever that big-ass video board is in left and right field, those video boards. That's why they go. Let's drink a million beers. We're going to watch some crappy baseball, which doesn't bother me. And we're going to sing along with Harry. And if the Cubs win, we sing Go Cubs Go. That's a day. That's fantastic. Good for you and good for me because I do it too. Not a bad thing. All right? Um, The USC job is toxic. USC as an athletic department is so woefully mismanaged. They think that they're something. Oh, this is an elite job. This is not an elite job. The bricks were falling down. Thanks for... Yeah, that's it. You know what? If you think that, and, and I know you don't, I know you're being sarcastic, but if anybody thinks that somehow greed wasn't the only manipulating factor, the only motivator, as the Cubs made its decision, their decision to save Wrigley Field, ain't nobody home. And there's nobody home, somebody takes a USC job if they've already got a, a job that they're happy with. Urban Meyer is not going to USC. Why would anybody go to USC? What is it about USC that makes the people at USC think that this is somehow an elite-level job? I heard uh, uh, Johnson this morning. Hey, Keyshawn says, you know, um, this is an elite job. And so they're going to get an elite coach. Who? Why is it elite? Based upon what? O.J. Simpson? That era? Anthony Davis? That era, Pat Hayden is a quarterback? Good Lord. You know what? Hire Deion Sanders. That'd be fantastic. Great. You know what? And in two years, you're going to fire him in midseason. So there you go. It's ridiculous. Um, Colts, I don't have a good feeling. Hoosiers, I don't have a good feeling. If I were an investor and if I didn't uh, have enough of an investment emotionally in those two teams... I would go ahead 
and bet lots and lots and lots of money on the Rams and on Cincinnati to cover those three-and-a-half-point spreads. I would have no problem doing any of that. Nathan Diaz says, some great coaches don't care about if they coach professionally or if they coach high school. Yeah, but you got to care if you're, if you're going to work for an administration that is crazy, that isn't good for you, right? And USC has shown that at an administrative level, they are nuts. You never want to work for a nut. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent. I cannot wait to talk to you then. Titans will go 2 and, or 0 and 2. Hey, somebody's going to be 1 and 2. If both the Colts lose and, and the Titans lose this weekend, they meet for the AFC South title down in Nashville the following Sunday. I can't wait to go to that game. Let's go. Yeah, that's right. That's the weekend. Let's go. Breakfast with Kent tomorrow morning. See you there. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.